For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, what a day it is. I feel like a kid on Christmas morning, so excited with anticipation. It is a college football Saturday. And if you want our college football plays, we have 15 of them for you. Please go back to yesterday's podcast where we give you the full card, including some of those late breaking totals that we fell in love with. But on this podcast, we're primarily going to talk about the National Football League. We'll get to that in just a moment. We're going to start with my passion, though. Baseball, oh, baseball. We are 10, 9, and 1 on playoff baseball. Once again, we're going to bet every single game they play in the Major League Baseball playoffs. That 10, 9, and 1 record, by the way, that's actually good for $280 in profit since we had some plus side plays that cashed. Game number one, though, for us today is the Red Sox and the Astros. The Astros up 1-0 in the series. They got the 5-4 victory last night as we cashed the total. Tonight, it's going to be Luis Garcia going for Houston. He's got a 3.48 ERA year to date, two and two-thirds innings, five runs against the White Sox in the playoffs. So not good there. His start before that, last start of the regular season, was against Tampa Bay, five innings and six runs. Not good either. Since the All-Star break, a little higher ERA at a 3.60. Now, he's got a couple good split numbers coming up here. At home, a 2.39 ERA, which is impressive. And then against Boston, seven innings and one run. Meanwhile, for the Sox, it's Nathan Abaldi going for Boston. He's got a 3.75 ERA year to date. Two playoff starts so far for him. Ten and a third innings, three runs. He had the really good outing, of course, against the Yankees. Against the Rays, he was so-so. He has a 4.23 ERA on the road. He faced Houston once this season, lasted five and two-thirds innings, and gave up five runs. My lean, a slight lean, is probably to Boston. However, the bet is going to be on the over eight and a half. Both pitchers, in my mind, have the potential to give up a big number early. I don't trust the bullpens. And both teams and their bats had plenty of opportunities last night. We just need nine. Let's do it again. We're playing the Red Sox and the Astros over the eight and a half. Now keep that eight and a half number in mind as I give you the next play here. Dodgers and Braves. We bet every game the same on this podcast. We don't want you chasing money. We don't want you doing various units. But I'm telling you, if you're only going to pick one of these two baseball games, please pick the second one. This is the one I believe in the most. Last year, when these two teams faced each other, Will Smith homered off of Will Smith. This year, we get the Battle of the Maxes. Max Freed starts for Atlanta. Max Scherzer starts for the Dodgers. And oh, by the way, Max Muncy is sitting on the bench, sidelined with an injury. My kids didn't enjoy that fun fact this morning. They rolled their eyes at me and called it a dad joke. But I only know one Max in my life, and we got three playing in one baseball game. That's kind of crazy to me, so I wanted to share it. Max Freed for Atlanta, 3.04 ERA year to date. What an ERA since the All-Star break, a 1.74. 
He's got a 2.96 ERA at home, a 2.25 ERA against the Dodgers over 12 innings this year. His last start against Milwaukee in the playoffs, he went six innings and no runs. Those splits are excellent. I love Max Fried in this one. Meanwhile, for the Dodgers, once again, Max Scherzer goes. He's got a 2.46 ERA year to date, a 2.22 ERA post-All-Star break. Probably going to win the Cy Young, by the way. A 2.61 ERA on the road, a 3.00 ERA over 12 innings this year against Atlanta. He's pitched in the playoffs three times so far, 12 and a third innings, only gave up two runs. So my question to you is this, how is this total only eight? These two pitchers with those two splits, National League rules, so we play without a DH, meaning that basically we get two free outs for each team during the course of the game because these pitchers are going at least two at-bats into it, right? And this total is only a half a run less than Boston and Houston. I don't get it. I feel like this total should be six and a half or seven at the most based on these numbers. I'm going to play the under eight all day long. I may come back to the podcast tomorrow and say, I understand why they put it at eight. It screamed over the total, but I like my odds here. Dodgers and Braves, let's go under the eight. So there's your two baseball plays. Now I'm obligated to give you a hockey play. I told you at the very beginning that we use a system for hockey. I know nothing about hockey. I think they have an orange line, a blue line, and a red line, something like that. We're 0-4 so far. There are 200 games to go, so we may have a winning season by the time it's done, but we're off to a dreadful start. We would have uh, had, what, four straight winning days had it not been for hockey. Uh, Edmonton is our play tonight, though, minus one and a half over Calgary on the puck line. That's going to pay out a plus 160. The Flames have yet to play. Edmonton is 1-0 after beating Vancouver on Wednesday night in a shootout, but uh, fade us if you want. Fading us works here. We're 0-4 on hockey, and there's your play. Now, let's get to what I know. The National Football League. We got four sides today, three totals. We're going to start in London. We want to get the day off to a good start. And we're giving London all the good games this year, huh? They get Miami and Jacksonville. Oh, boy. Dolphins, minus three, total of 47 on this one. Miami on the year, four and one straight up, two and three against the spread, three and two to the over. Their last three games, they lost 31-29 to Vegas. They lost 27 to 17, and they lost 45 to 17 to Tampa Bay. The Jaguars. Oh, Urban Meyer needs a win. He doesn't need any dancing on screen. The Jaguars, 0 and 3 or 0 and 5 straight up, 1 and 4 against the spread, 3 and 2 to the under. Their last three games, they lost 31 19 to Arizona, lost at Cincinnati 24 21, and lost 37 to 19 to Tennessee. The Jaguars have been inconsistent on offense. They're actually, I'm going to take that back. They've actually been consistent on offense because all five games, they've scored between 13 and 21 points. They are averaging 18.6 per game. Now, the Dolphins have averaged 15.8 points per game on offense. Tua does return this week from what we know. This could be Mistake City with tons of points, but I'll take my chances. Let's start Sunday with an early morning snoozer under the 47 between the Dolphins and the Jaguars. Next up on the card, Minnesota taking on Carolina. The Vikings are a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, total of 46. Minnesota and Mike Zimmer, three and two straight up, or excuse me, two and three straight up, 
two and three against the spread and three and two to the under last three games. They beat Seattle 30 to 17, lost to Cleveland 14 to seven, and then rallied to beat Detroit 19 to 17 on the last second field goal. Meanwhile, the Panthers three and two straight up three and two against the spread four and one to the under they beat Houston 24 to nine lost to Dallas 36, 28, and then lost last week, 21 to 18 to Philadelphia. Christian McCaffrey has been deemed out again for this game. Four of five Panther games have gone under this total. The last two Minnesota games would have gone under this total. We limit ourselves on this podcast to only one play per game. We don't want to double up our losses because we handicap one angle wrong. In this particular game, I like both the under and the Vikings. But after bouncing back and forth, the official play will be the Vikings minus two and a half against Carolina. Next up on the card, we go to Detroit, the Motor City, where the Motor City Kitties are 0-5 straight up, 3-2 and two against the spread, 3-2 and two to the under. It has been a tough luck losing season for the Lions. They lost 19-17 to Baltimore on a last-second field goal. They lost to Chicago 24-14, and then they lost to Minnesota on a last-second field goal, 19-17. The Bengals, meanwhile, 3-2 and two straight up, 2-3 and three against the spread, 4-1 and one to the under. They won at Pittsburgh 24-10. They beat Jacksonville 24-21, and then last week where no one wanted to make a field goal, uh, they lost to Green Bay in overtime, 25-22. So the Lions have lost multiple games at the last minute on a field goal. The good thing is the Bengals can't kick last-minute field goals. In this game, I like both the under and Detroit. Nothing is easy this week. Final answer, I'm actually going to play the Lions, plus three and a half. I think you could play it on the money line, too. I do think they get win number one of the season, but we're going Lions plus the three and a half. Next up, we go to the Mile High City, where Denver is going to host Las Vegas. Denver is a four-point favorite with a total of 44 in this one. The Raiders are three and two straight up, two and three against the spread, three and two to the under. They beat Miami 31-28. They lost to the Chargers 28-14. And last week, as the chaos kind of started there, they lost to the Bears 20-9. Meanwhile, Denver, three and two straight up. Three and two against the spread, four and one to the under. They beat the Jets 26 nothing. They lost to Baltimore 23 to seven, and then lost to Pittsburgh 27 to 19. So the John Gruden firing will be a major factor on the offensive side of the ball. But I think the Raider defense, they're improving. And I think that trend's probably going to continue. Denver is averaging 20 points per game. They're giving up 15 per game. 44 is a low total but seven of the 10 games for these two teams would have gone under the number. And with a week of chaos in Vegas, without Gruden there to call the plays this week, I like the odds of this game going under the number. We're going Raiders and Broncos under the 44. Next up, the overplayers. You're going to be happy. We got the Chiefs taking on the football team. Kansas City's minus six and a half. Total is 54. The Chiefs are two and three straight up, one and four against the spread. Four and one to the over. They lost 30 to 24 to the Chargers, beat Philadelphia 42 to 30, and lost 38 20 to Buffalo. 
The football team is two and three straight up, one and four against the spread, four and one to the over. They lost 43-21 to Buffalo, beat Atlanta 34-30, and lost to New Orleans 33-22. So I'm not sure what happened to the Washington D. They are now giving up 31 points per game. Whatever happened to the D, I don't expect them to fix it this week against Kansas City. Let's go over 54 since the Kansas City defense is giving up 32 points per game themselves. It is Kansas City and Washington over the 54. Next up on the card, this number is moving all over the place. We're going to grab it, and we already did grab it at three. It is the Cardinals and the Browns. Cleveland minus three, total of 48 and a half. That number has dropped because Coach Cliff Kingsbury is out for Arizona. The Browns are three and two straight up, three and two against the spread, three and two to the over. They beat Jacksonville 26 to six, beat Minnesota 14 to seven, and lost to the Chargers 47-42 in an absolute shootout. The Cardinals, meanwhile, are five and zero straight up. They're the last undefeated team, four and one against the spread, three and two to the under. They beat Jacksonville 31 to 19, beat the Rams 37-20, beat San Francisco 17-10. So the Browns might need me to play at running back given all the injuries, but I'm not going to overreact to the running back situation because Baker Mayfield has his highest completion percentage and QBR rating since college. I'm going to roll the dice and lay the three on the Cleveland Browns. And then to wrap up our card in the National Football League, we have the Seahawks and the Steelers. Pittsburgh, a five-point favorite, total of 43. Steelers are two and three straight up, two and three against the spread, four and one to the under. They lost 24-10 to Cincinnati, 27-17 at Green Bay, and then defeated Denver last week, 27-19. Meanwhile, the Seahawks are two and three straight up, two and three against the spread, four and one to the under. They lost 30-17 to Minnesota, beat San Francisco 28-21, lost to the Rams 26-17. So once again, a third game on the card that I have a side and a total I like. If you want it to play an under, play it. These two teams are eight to the under out of 10, but I'm going to actually play Seattle on the plus side here. Geno Smith gets the start. He actually benefits from the last game being on Thursday. So he's had more time to prepare, had that second half where he got to play, and he looked good at times against L.A., and at this point of his career, I think Geno Smith and Big Ben are very similar. Neither one impressed me that much. So I'll take the points of the better weapons of Seattle. Once again, Seahawks plus the five at Pittsburgh. So there's your seven-pack in the National Football League. Let's recap it real quick. We're going to start the morning with the under between Miami and Jacksonville, under 47. Then we're going to play the Vikings, minus two and a half against the Panthers. The tough luck losers, the Lions, we're going to play plus three and a half against Cincinnati. We're going to go Las Vegas and Denver under the 44. We're going the Chiefs and the football team over the 54. We're playing the Browns, minus three against the Cardinals. I think their perfect season ends. And then to wrap it up, once again, we're going Seattle, plus five against Pittsburgh. There it is. Great day here for us. 15 college football games. If you want them again, they're on yesterday's podcast. We got two games in Major League Baseball on the docket. We have the one hockey play to fade, 
And then we gave you seven games on the National Football League for tomorrow. As always, we greatly appreciate you listening to this podcast. We want you to manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. Let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.